So our show is called A Song Can Change Your Life. And A, do you even believe that? Is that your phone ringing? It was, I will That's great. Off. She's fired, Jared. <laughs> She's fired. Can we get somebody else? Have you written any songs, Jared? Oh my goodness. Jared, I can't work like this. Can you call Mike? Maybe Mike has written a song that we could talk about. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Great. All right, back at it. Three, two. Hi, everyone, and welcome to A Song Could Change Your Life, a podcast where we talk with one songwriter about one of their songs one-on-one. Our show is powered by Home by Dark, a concert experience like no other. To learn how a song can change your life, visit homebydark.com. My name is James, and on this episode, I caught up backstage with indie performing songwriter Nathan Angelo. We discussed life, love, and his beautiful song, Carolina Save Me. Autumn sun at my back I rode my horse to Georgia With a dream upon my lap And I waited for its moment Waited for the day to come past experience just uh, getting to know you and the crew and the, the house band and oh, thanks um, and, and uh, you're in Greenville you're in Greenville now but you used to you used to live in Atlanta where we're based I did yeah and what when was that I lived in Atlanta I moved here um, I moved to Atlanta when I was uh, just finishing up college 2006 and I lived in Atlanta for six years I lived in uh, Grant Park and Decatur oh, yeah cool area so yeah. I, I loved it. I loved the city. Did you pl- I, I, I I thought I was never going to leave. Yeah, I didn't want to leave. Yeah, <laughs> but but I met a sweet young lady, and she was from Greenville, South Carolina. And That's what happens, man? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so now I'm in Greenville, and I love it. It's very nice. Well, so you were you were investing your career into being based out of Atlanta. I was. And thought that was it because yep. Atlanta's got a wonderful indie singer songwriter scene and yeah. opportunities and um, a lot of. It's a good. It's a good place to set up camp, and mm-hmm. but but love trumps all that. Man. Love trumps. Love wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you met this girl, and uh, and it was uh, how long did you guys date before you said she said, "Man, you're coming to Carolina." So I was on. Um, I was. I just released a new record. It was called "Follow Your Heart." <laughs> Believe it or not, ding ding. This ding. is the truth in 2011. <laughs> And I was on the Follow Your Heart tour, and uh, about a month later, I was 
touring through Greenville. And uh, she had come to a show with a, a mutual friend, and so we met that night. And um, as the story goes, I met her before the show. And after the show, you know, I wanted to kind of talk to her, and I was almost positive I remembered her name. And so I was like, almost <laughs> Stephanie, right? And she goes, no, Lindsay. Not even close. <laughs> and she gives me these like, these like, these like angry eyes. And I was like, I like this girl, you know? And I was it ever since, ever since I got those little fiery eyes and saw that little fight in her, I knew, uh, I knew uh, there was, there was a good, a good shot at this thing. I, I love so much what you do. I think what, what drew me to your music originally was, um, I, think, I think the first word that comes to mind is joyful. You know, so much of what you write is joyful. And, you know, it, it's, we get so many singer-songwriters um, submissions and, and introductions and stuff. And, and, and so much of it is, all of it's great, but so much of it is very deep and introspective and can be mm -hmm. sad, sad and and it's like, to find somebody that has a catalog as deep as yours, of that much positive, upbeat, joyful, well-written music is extremely rare. And so I knew, that's, I think that's why I was drawn to you. I said, man, this, this, that has to come from a, a source somewhere in you. Have you always been that way as a writer where did, like you, you write what comes out of you or you intentionally want to direct it towards fun, encouraging, upbeat, love song, I don't know, smile, smile music. If you yeah, will. I mean, <clears throat> I think the, the first song, it's funny when I was driving here thinking about um, the theme of Home by Dark, a song could change your life. I, I thought of the very first song I ever wrote. Yeah. And um, it's, uh, it's, it starts out a little bit darker, a little bit more introspective, but it, it brightens up as it goes. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's, I think the refrain on the chorus is thank you. And it's yeah. similar to your great fan yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so um, I, I think as, as young writer and, and certain writers, they um, mature and can still write really great introspective, dark yeah. material. For, for whatever reason, um, the music that I've always been drawn to has, um, has had some of the dark elements to it but mm -hmm. is also there's like um, a bit of light shining through yeah you know like it's it's not just all right this is it deal with that you're done goodbye <laughs> yeah sleep <laughs> rest yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah you know um and and you know i, I want to be careful not to tie a bow onto everything and right. make everything seem like it's gonna everything's always gonna be fine everything's always gonna be happy because that's yeah. not the way that life right um happens and comes at you and um i think there are sometimes you do need to sit in the, sure. in the tension yeah and just leave it hanging because you don't have an answer right um but um a lot of the music that when when i started getting into music uh, well i grew up in the church my dad was a, a, a pastor at a pentecostal church so it was a very joyful celebratory experience for much of the music mm -hmm. Um, it was in South Florida, so there was kind of a mix of um, uh, Latin American, African American, all these elements that were just making like um, just beautiful, fun, uplifting, joyful music. And I really saw what music could could. 
be for people in, in, in an inspiring and in a hopeful kind of way. Yeah. Um, and, um, so I, I think that's kind of a part of me that I just can't, yeah. can't get away from making it that way. Um, and then also, you know, as I got a little bit older, I started uh, some of my favorite artists early on, like, um, Temptations, the Jackson Five, a lot of the Motown stuff, mm-hmm. Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy just sings, and and you can't, like I can't help but have a smile on my right. face from what is coming out yeah. of, of of his mouth and out of that sound, and um, that's always been something that I've just I can't get away from now because it's just such a it's become such a big part of my music. Good. So. Good. Uh, I'm not trying to. Well, I think it changes. I think it changes people. I mean, we saw it last night the first time you've ever played with our our sort of deal, and um, I saw it immediately on the first song you played. I, I, I can see. I can see about the first three rows, and it's all smiles. Hmm. And and you know, this, this a lot of audiences that see a lot of great writers come through here can get jaded. I mean, and so they hear really great stuff, but to see their light, faces light up right away is a very cool quality, Nathan. That I think it's very, very special. So I hope you never try to outrun that. Right? No, <laughs> you are what you are. And, um, the, the song can change your life. It's the name of our show. And, and um, I love so much what you, what you do. This song uh, called Carolina Save Me, man, I, I loved it from the first minute I heard it. Um, and, it's, it and it's, ironically, it's not... Uh, like a, you could be my girl, upbeat, joyful type thing. But right. but there is this redemptive quality at it um, in that song, um, and you allow us a peek into some what could be de- described as heartache or, or sorrow, at least at, at the minimum, um, tough decision making. But there's this redemptive, hopeful thing at the end. Um, Where did that song come from? What was going on in your life, and how did you make that song come about? Yeah. Well, um, I had moved to South Carolina, and um, in uh, middle school, my family moved to a small town in South Carolina, and um, when I left for college, I was pretty sure I was never going to move back to South Carolina. I was, I was pretty sure, all right, <laughs> that's it. those days are numbered. <laughs> Mike drop, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, so when I left for college and had the first chance to choose a city, and I chose Atlanta, um, and loved it, and thought I was going to be there for a really long time. So I think um, the excitement of uh, being married and moving to Greenville, maybe after a year or two, uh, mainly of moving back to South Carolina, had worn off a little bit. And I was just coming to terms with, okay, well, I, never th- I didn't think I was going to be back here, but I'm back here. Um, so there was a little bit of that, um, wrestling with that and uh, just being open to what um, – what, what, what direction life takes you in, um, even even though you might have other plans. Yeah. Um, and I think on, on on top of that too, with that with that song, um, I'd been traveling and touring for about eight years. And um, where whereas I I love to be home, I also really enjoy being on the road. And after eight years of traveling like that, you know, it's 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 real easy to get uncomfortable when you're home for too long. Um, so I think I was sensing some of that um, tension as well of, okay, I got to get back out. I got to, got to do this again. And, and, it, and it changes you touring a long time. Yeah. So um, coming to terms with being back in South Carolina and also um, being home and being okay with being there um, was, was something that was 
you know, just kind of coming to terms with in that song. So you um you do you do something really cool in the chorus, and it's kind of curious. Um, you you mad that second line because home is not a friendly place for a rocket man like me, and and you do that cool thing with the background vocals that that's a, a nod to Elton John's Rocket yeah. Man. Yeah, that's such a cool <laughs> cool thing. How, was that was that your idea, producer's idea? How would that how that happen? So. Um, my mom was a huge fan of Elton John growing yeah. up, so I kind of couldn't escape Elton. Yeah, and I'm 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 glad I never yeah. did. And um and I come from a family of piano players, so uh, the idea of like pop music with the piano, um, Elton was kind of one of the standard bearers for for me, and still is. Um, so when I was writing this song, it was obviously an, a, a tip of the hat to him. Um, and some of his, his, his songwriting. And, um, I mean, it just, it felt natural to not like, okay, let me try, let me try really hard to like stay away from what Elton John yeah. does. Cause this is already close to, I was like, just embrace it, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, and you know, the allusion to the rocket man song, yeah. I think pe- that's already a part of people's musical and, um, a popular, vocabulary and yeah. popular uh, imagination yeah no doubt so kind of alluding to that and um yeah i mean i've always loved bgvs and, and, and epic kind of stuff so um i just kind of went after it it, it was it was it was my idea track on one of your projects right it was it was it was the title uh, track of the Carolina EP yeah where'd you record it at? I recorded that one in Nashville uh, with an independent producer Stephen Goss that I've worked with on a few few projects um, and when you and when you go on projects like that um, how much direction are you guys given how much are, are you given the band or are you just are these guys um, um, did you know? Did you know the players? Did the producer put them together? And did you sort of just turn them loose and say, "Hey, interpret it," or do you sort of, "Hey, guys, sort of the the, the lanes I want you to stay within"? So with that project, that was actually the, the very first project of my my career that I've used my Your touring guy. band. Yeah. Um, my my drummer at the time um, was a big Elton John fan as well, and um, his his approach was, I mean he embraced the approach that it needed yeah. and it just opened up into it. And I, I think like the, the drums on that track particularly love it. Yeah. Like really, really speak the way that um, they needed to, which I think was just awesome. Um, he's, he's, he's Atlanta guy, Paul Barry. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah. And, and, and the bassist and drummer and also my second keys player too. Um, they all just kind of like got it and, 
you know, the, the songs that I, I had just done an album, um, about a year earlier that I did a Kickstarter for and released. And it was, it was like full on Motown. Like we take, we did the whole thing to analog tape <laughs> and, um, we, we, I mean, we tracked down with percussion, you know, yeah. the, the perks on the left, the <laughs> drums are on the right. I mean, like it's a complete throwback. Yeah. So, and, and I, I love doing that. We did it with the horn section, everything like that. Um, and then, and then I started writing again. It was like the first time I was writing and this is the first song I wrote mm -hmm. and it felt like for me, like a little bit of a reset, mm -hmm. you know, um, I love that about being kind of an independent artist is like, um, and a songwriter too, where it's like, I don't feel like I have to keep doing the same exact thing yeah. over and over. And this was an EP that I just wanted to, wanted this one to sit in a different place yeah. that the last project sat and just kind of be like a little bit of a reset. Yeah. Um, so I think that was a really cool kind of bridge from, from the old school thing and kind of coming up a little bit more to where I'm, I'm sitting now with, with with the newest record, but wow, it's awesome! Um, and, and you have a very cool video with the two, the lyric video that uh, that's how I first heard it. Actually, it was that video which uh, awesome. Say, somebody in Atlanta did that for you. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, Sean Crawford with uh, a buddy of mine. I've, we've done some touring with his band called the Well Reds. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And, uh, yeah, yeah, awesome. So well, Nathan, I you know I, I've listened to I've listened to a ton of music and a ton of your stuff as well, and. Um, I cannot hear that song enough. I'm excited to play it again tonight with you. I get lost in it a little bit, and um, uh, I I feel I connect with it, and, um, and I love how it sort of there's a soberness to it, but then there's this redemptive ray of light that shines through it, mm -hmm. and truly, um, it, it's made a dent on my heart. And so it, I, I've, I've heard those dents is changing my life. So a song could change your life, Nathan. That song, <laughs> Carolina, saved me, um, has changed mine. So thank oh. you, thank you for writing it. My pleasure. Thank you. Well, I'm back in Carolina, where I never thought I'd be. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Our audio engineer is Jerry Knabel. Theme music by Jim Hedinger. To learn how a song can change your life, go to homebydark.com.